Whoa, 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 What is up, my people? Yo, what's up, everybody? Hope everything is amazing for you all, as always. I'm your host, OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whack Cash Podcast. With that being said, let's talk whack tune. All right, so you know we got to go ahead and talk about it. So, Takashi69 got caught up. He got the beats put on him at the LA Fitness, at an LA Fitness somewhere. He got caught. Finally, people have been talking about what they gonna do, what they would do, what they wanna do, what they could do. And finally, it happened to him. The Kai 69 got caught, got beat down, got jumped. I think they robbed him too. Of course, it was recorded. They were stomping on him. His face looked a mess. His face looked swollen. He was walking out all discombobulated. He was on the floor. I mean, it was bad. It was real bad. It was a bad, bad, bad look for the man. Of course, now everybody's coming out with an opinion. Some people celebrating that he finally got touched. Some people saying, that, oh, man, they shouldn't have bothered him. It wasn't right. They should have, they should have did nothing to him. Some people saying this is, that this is a learning experience. And my opinion on the whole situation is, you know, look, Takashi 69 has been egging people on. He's been begging people to touch him, to test his gangster, to do something. He's been bragging about how he don't have security most of the time. He's been letting y'all know that he open for business. He everywhere he need to be. He ain't scared. Come do something if you want to do something. That's what he's been advertising. So, to me, in my opinion, when you ask for that, when you call for that, when you when you give energy to that negativity, you cannot turn around to be the victim. Now, to Takashi's point, he has not turned around to be the victim. It's everybody else with an opinion that um with the opinion that it shouldn't happen, crying tears for the boy. I the way I look at it is, you got what you asked for. You wanted somebody to try you, you got tried. You bragged about not having security. This is what happened. If you really weren't ready for it, if you really weren't about it, maybe you should have hushed up. I could see if after he came out of uh, prison, Takashi kind of just chilled out, didn't say nothing, didn't bother nobody, and was kind of focusing on doing his own thing, and was just letting things slide, but he was real tough and real ready to be in everybody's face, and pretty much was still acting like the same reckless kid that he was when he got when he first got in trouble. That started all this whole snitching stuff. So, for 6 9 he finally get his comeuppance, which is what it is. Hey, it's a butt whooping that's well earned, and hopefully it does open his mind. But I'm not going to sit around here and have revisionist history and start crying tears for him. You know, this type of thing people do when someone passes away. All of a sudden, you start forgetting all the crappy stuff they did and start trying to act like they was a saint or only want to talk about the good. But nah, nah, nah. We need to address it all. And while I do agree, when I watched it, you know, I'm human. I have feelings. I have compassion. You know, I felt bad for 6ix9ine. I didn't like seeing the man on the floor like that getting stumped out. It was it was heartbreaking. I I fell for him, man. You don't want to see nobody vulnerable like that being beat down. If you if you're a caring, compassionate person, you know. Plus six nine ain't never done that to me, so there's no reason for me to hate him. But even still, I was still looking. I, I wouldn't like looking at that for nobody. Even somebody I really didn't like, I would be like, I would feel bad for him, which I did feel bad for six nine. But with that being said, although you can't feel bad for him, you can also acknowledge that this is his own creation. This is what he asked for. He got what he asked for. He's been te- he's been begging for somebody to test him, to try him, to come and do something to him. And so somebody, you know, did it for him. Wasn't when he was planning on it, but hey, nothing. very few things bad happened to you that you was planning on to happen to you, you know? Just come out of nowhere, and that's what happened this time. So again, um, hopefully he learned a lesson from this. 
I heard Charlemagne the guy say this isn't a time for laughing, it's a time for learning. I happen to disagree with Charlemagne and agree with him. I think it's a time for learning, of course. But you can also laugh while learning. You can also have a, a sense of humor while getting an education. And if you want to laugh at 6ix9ine, uh, go ahead and laugh. He asked for it. This is what he got. If you want to feel bad for 6ix9ine, feel bad for 6ix9ine. But don't turn around and try to shame other people. I'm seeing people like Wack 100. I've seen Rich Dollar. I've seen a couple other people try to shame folks for. I laughing or, or, or being happy about 6ix9ine getting beat up or I've seen them talk about George Zimmerman ain't been touching. I ain't got time for all this extra nonsense. Look, we talking about this fool right here in this moment. He got what he asked for. I, and this it is what it is. If you want if somebody wanna go touch Zimmerman, go touch Zimmerman. I'm not mad about that, go do that. But I'm not gonna act like I can't react to this until that until Zimmerman gets touched. Nah, forget that. But again, hopefully 6ix9ine learned his lesson and he gonna carry security with him and he gonna act a little bit different. Tasha K seems to have learned her lesson because she went ahead after losing the appeal for the $4 million that she has to pay Cardi B uh, because Tasha K was spreading misinformation and was, you know, just talking a whole bunch of untruths about Cardi B after failing to appeal that decision by the judge. Tasha K said she throwing in the white flag. Her words, not mine. She apologized to Cardi B and promised that this mistake will never happen again. She even acknowledged that she, you know, she wrote a check that her mouth couldn't cash. You know, it's unfortunate that she had to learn this lesson after now having to pay $4 million. But at least she's learned it so it won't happen in the future. And I'm hoping that a lot of people, a lot of content creators, people who make a living off of talking, voice their opinions, talking about other people. Take this under consideration. Don't state things as facts that you don't know. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion or guessing on stuff. But when you start trying to spread information as facts and it's not you have no proof of that and it's something that can hurt people's lives especially people who got money who can afford top-notch lawyers who can afford courtroom fees and you know and the time it would take for all this to get settled it's a good idea not to push them and especially if you get a cease and desist now tasha k she got that cease and desist from cardi b cardi b wanted her to stop talking all this nonsense making all these false accusations and claims tasha k didn't listen she was doing her own thing tasha k didn't think that was gonna happen to her she was like whatever 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 i'm doing me matter it is a big bill a big fee fine penalty whatever you want to call it she's got to pay that one way or another a part, part of this is, you know, just based off of the agreement of what she's going to have to pay to Cardi B. Part of this is legal fees. All comes up to about $4 million. And that, that's something that's going to hurt Tasha K's pockets as she has admitted herself. So it's not me, you know, checking her pockets to talk about it. She said herself she wrote a check that her mouth couldn't cash. And this is the this is the result of that. Tasha K is still going to go ahead and be doing her thing. She still got a platform. You know, Cardi B is Cardi B. She's a superstar. She's not really stressing off, off of this. This just a lesson she wanted to teach somebody who wasn't really getting it. And the lesson has definitely been learned because one way that you can definitely make sure somebody gets it is when you hit their pocketbooks. And that's what happened. Cardi B hit them pocketbooks. So Tasha K got to go ahead now and come up with a game plan. And maybe, you know, I, I don't know if she's already been doing this. Maybe try to figure out a new way to approach what she's doing with her content and approach, you know, reporting on people and making sure she's got the facts or at least if she don't hit them with the alleged leads or what she heard, but you can't, you can't confirm something like that. You, you know, save yourself. So it looks like she's going to do that. I know a lot of people have bad things to say about Tasha K, you know, about how she runs things, how she, you know, how she operates. 
her that if you don't want to come on a show, she would probably try to find some bad information that you would, about you and leak it. So a little vindictive. A lot of people are saying this is this is karma for Tasha. And hey, maybe it is. I don't know. She's not very liked. <laughs> so something something's got it's got to be something to that is what I'm trying, trying to say. I don't know. But whatever it is, hopefully this is the wake up call she needed to get it right. You know, this is I guess this is what the podcast is about. At least for these first two uh, stories, it's about learning when you need to get it right. You know, and unfortunately, sometimes we got to learn the negative way. But hey, as long as you learn the lesson, it's a good day. So Sharp started all this nonsense talking about he knocked out WAC 100. Or let's just say this. Sharp said that he had a squabble with WAC 100. Sharp said that WAC 100 had the footage and that WAC 100 could release it whenever he want to. But Sharp pretty much said that, you know... Him and Wack got down, and I think on his own, I think Sharp put it on his own and pretty much said he knocked out Wack 100. AD from No Jumper had Sharp on his, or formerly from No Jumper AD, had Sharp on his his show, and Sharp was talking about it again. And AD even said that Wack, you know, he, he, he verified it, that, that, that Wack and, and Sharp had a fight. But Sharp again was alluding to the fact, or alluding to, you know, suggesting that that he had knocked out WAC 100. Now, if y'all know Sharp, Sharp is also still part of No Jumper, one of the last few uh, crew members left over there since the great uh, migration, the great exodus of No Jumper that came a week or two ago. But Sharp's still over at No Jumper holding it down. Him and Sharp and Wack had a couple words for each other on Clubhouse. And then, of course, that came out to... Well, what came from that was Sharp talking about they got into it. So... Everybody talking about WAC 100 got knocked out. WAC 100 got knocked out. Sharp confirms WAC 100 got knocked out. Well, everybody's favorite little online troublemaker, DJ Academics, was on Twitch. He was streaming, and he had just got word of all this news, so he had to go look it up. So, Wack, so, so Academics, you know, looked up Sharp on AD uh, show, or AD podcast, YouTube show, whatever it is, and he was listening to Sharp talk about how he squabbled with WAC and how he, you know, he did his thing, and again, alluding to, the, alluding to that he had knocked out. Wack 100, so academics, Wack 100, they real good friends. At calls Wack, Wack, did you get knocked out? Now Wack is doing some masterful like talking around without saying much, not saying much anything, not not letting academics talk, not letting academics get points off that really you know and explains the situation. And so pretty much since academics didn't really get to talk except say like a handful of things, one of the things academics said is sharp saying you got knocked out. Uh, Wack took that what he said I got knocked out and start going in about I- I'm gonna tell you the truth so what academic I'm sorry what Wack is claiming and academics tried to tell Wack that actually he didn't re- Sharp never really said he knocked you out he everybody else was saying to it Sharp was just kind of leaning into it but he never said that he knocked you out Wack didn't want to hear it because I think this was Wack's agenda from the beginning I wouldn't be surprised if academics and Wack kind of had this conversation the phone call plan but but Wack comes and says, you know what, this was all fake. Sharp asked me if we could run a play. We was like, like we got into a fight. And and Wack said that he was going to edit some video footage together to make it look like they fought. And it was going to be like a 50-50 thing. Nobody won, nobody lost. But Wack said when Sharp started talking about he knocked out Wack, which Sharp never said, I don't think. Or maybe he did. But whatever the case is, Wack's uh, whole point of airing this out was he thought that Sharp was trying to say like Wack got knocked out. Which Sharp was heavily implying and wasn't really denying that happened. So, yeah, I can see that. 
But anyway, so then Wack puts out this audio of him and his other chick that worked for him talking and like pretty much saying this was a skit and they was going to put together something fake to make it look like they met up and fought, even though Wack claims he never saw Sharp in person. That's probably the only direct statement he made actually answering any of academics' questions. Uh, most of the time he was just over-talking act and not really trying to go into detail. Uh, my opinion is, quite frankly, is I think that, that Wack faked that video after he got into a fight with Sharp. And, and actually, this video, uh, Wack accusing or, or Wack making a claim that he edited together a doctored video so that it can look like Wack and Sharp had gotten into a fight and they were both in on it makes me think more that Wack got into an actual fight with Sharp and Sharp may have knocked Wack out. And Wack, being the genius he is, decided that he was going to put together a little fake tape thing so that he can discredit anything that Sharp says. So now Wack is like, nah, man, look, see, we was putting together a little fake fight. It wasn't real. But for all we know, he could have got dusted off, knocked out. Sharp hit him with the two-piece and the biscuit. Wack got up and said, man, I can't let this slide. We got to go act like we put something together. So, you know, everybody think this was fake. I can't let him get that off of me. And, of course, academics being the, the, the Wack fan that he is, he just kind of let Wack get his stuff off and don't really challenge him too much. But it could be true at the same time. I don't know. I'm just saying... What Wack showed, that evidence he pre- uh, presented to show that this was fake and it was all staged and Sharp is taking a little too far, actually kind of made me lean further towards Sharp's point of view on this, that this was a real fight. So we'll see what Sharp's response is. I ain't seen nothing yet. Hopefully we get something good from him and we'll take it from there. I, I have a better opinion or I have a better understanding and maybe change my opinion or strengthen my opinion of what I think so far. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting this whack wisdom. And I hope that you tune in next week to get a little bit more from me. As always, please make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you're notified every time I'm dropping new content on the channel. And if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, please make sure to follow us so you're notified every time I'm dropping new episodes on those platforms as well. With that being said, this is the Whackcast Podcast, and I am... Whacking off. It's the Wackest Podcast. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. It's the Wackest Podcast. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me. Yeah. Talk whack to me. Talk whack to me.